Hello and welcome to Hardcover Hose, a long-distance book club where two book lovers express their feelings on their book of the moment via podcast. I am one half of your host, Sam Dixon. And I am Sammy Skorstad. Together we have combed through book talk, combined our to-be-read list, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. Oh yeah, and today is the 10th day of book miss. I can't believe we've made it this far. I can't. There's only two more left after this. <laughs> I can't this. believe it. That's I'm insane. a little thankful. Um. Yeah. I mean, you've been doing all the editing, so <laughs> you're feeling it a little more than me. But I yeah. just finished editing, editing an episode before I hit record, too. So. Oh, wow. Love Look that. at you. Yep. Hey. Boss bitch. Okay. Uh, there's actually no book girl, at the moment. Girl boss. Gatekeep. Uh, what's, what's the other, the other one? one? Gaslight. Gaslight. <laughs> We don't do gaslighting here, but we no. do girl bossing and gatekeeping. We do, so. that's true. <laughs> no gaslighting allowed. Um, okay, there is actually no book of the moment for today's episode. Instead, as part of the 12 Days of Bookmas, we will have a completely different kind of episode. In honor of the 10th day of Bookmas, we both swapped memorable fanfics from our teenage years <laughs> and will be discussing them today. <laughs> Uh, I can't wait to constantly embarrass myself in this episode, uh, but I'm, even more so, I can't wait to embarrass you. Yep. <laughs> yep. Without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, <sighs> we truly have no structure for this episode. We literally didn't discuss it at all. And the fact that, like, obviously we both had read the fanfic that we assigned each other. So long but, ago. But, like, so long ago. So, like, I was telling Sammy, don't remember how, like, if it was even finished, the one I assigned for her to read. Yeah. So, this is going to be really interesting. Um, I think we should just start <laughs> so by... embarrassed. Um, me too. So, this episode came to us in a vision. Okay. Came to us in a vision. Um, I also, we both managed to log into our old Wattpad accounts. Oh, my God. From circa... 2012 2013 right the fun years um and there's a lot of embarrassing things that we'll talk about i think later but at Mm -hmm. first and foremost we were like wouldn't it be funny if we both picked a fanfic that we used to read or love or just in general have ingrained in our brains from like (laughs) our our teenage tumblr years and things like that Mm -hmm. to uh to have the other person read uh digest and um spew out uh facts and fun things and memorable things from it so that's what mm-hmm. we did so sammy please uh enlighten the audience with the um fanfic you chose for me to read okay 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 so this one i probably read at least <laughs> two or three times in my <laughs> early teenage years um it's called sonata and um the main character is darian and mm-hmm. I think, yeah, yeah, she has purple hair. And at mm-hmm. the time, like, I think I still have a Pinterest board of purple hair because I was like, I'm going to have purple hair because, <laughs> <laughs> okay, it takes place in, in New York City. They go to NYU and it is a Harry Styles fan fiction, but it's like alternate universe. It's so he <laughs> plays a um, TA, like a professor's assistant, and he like fills in teaching a class so it's a little it's like so he's younger than like a normal professor but he has the role of a professor <laughs> for for more context too we kind of gave each other two options to pick from yeah uh and all you had to say was harry styles au professor. where he's a professor <laughs> and i was like i'm in sign me up baby let's go also because, in new york yeah in new york too. also in new york yeah it felt very much like um 
I mean, I'll get into this later, right? But on the surface, it did feel like the author had never been to New York, which I know yeah, I realize that now. Yeah, which was very much a thing when we were all that age and we were like writing stories. Everybody was like New York and L.A. Those yeah. are the two places that these famous people are, and as such, where we should read them. Mm-hmm. And write it's also them. just like also being written by 13 year olds and so it's like I want like usually in small towns and so it's also the escapism effect of like I'm gonna live in a big city and I'm gonna I'm gonna picture myself in a big city and yeah and so I mean I read this multiple times most like (laughs) um and I just like I remembered how traumatizing the end was (laughs) the final a little bit and there's there's a, a sequel yeah the sequel's so, gnarly too uh before i because i really want to talk about it but i want to like get into should we do like half like first half we talk about sonata and the second half we talk about the fic i send you or should yeah. we do like trade-offs okay okay because i think that makes more sense I so i more. i want to yeah. start by saying i'm honestly shocked you can remember that much about your fic because i remembered like basically nothing about the fic i sent you so i think <laughs> it's gonna be really fun for you to tell me that okay <laughs> cool um but uh Ooh. in addition to that um yeah, so I, I tried to – I was like, man, I haven't actually touched my Kindle that I've put a lot of effort into buying mm-hmm. um, in, like, three months. So I was like, oh, I'm going to try to see if I can get it on my Kindle. And she – the author of this fic, I think her name is, like, Ellie Rose, or that's the name she mm-hmm. goes by on the internet because that doesn't sound like a real name. That sounds like mm-hmm. a fanfic name. Um, yeah. She she also has purple hair, by the way. Uh, oh, love that for I don't know if you looked that up, but I, I did because I was curious. Uh, she has actually self-published the fanfic as like a book, an ebook, an EPUB. Um, After Vibes. Just right. change the name. Uh, yeah, just change the name and things like that. And since it was an AU, it was like totally fine, you know, because yeah. so what? It's just like a, a student X TA situation. Mm, yeah. Um, but I was gonna, I was like, damn, I wish I could read it on there, but the whole point is like hairy, right? It's hairy. <laughs> um, so here are some of my takeaways. Oh god. Man, okay. 2014 was a dark time. Yeah. For the internet. And especially as with as a young woman with such a malleable mind at that point in time. I think it fucked me up. Oh my god. Did it, it fuck me up? <laughs> probably, dude. This whole book is ba- like the main character, Ren, right? She's fucking crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I, you know, I try not to use that word in most contexts, but she's like, okay, girly, like, <laughs> tone mm-hmm. it back. She, like, verbally abuses all of her professors to the point where the school knows, like, like every professor and dean knows who she is. But also, in addition to that, like, her adopted fathers, like, uh-huh. one of them also works High, high up, up in the university. In, yeah, yeah, in the university. So she basically gets to verbally abuse all of her mm. professors and gets away with it. Yeah. And she's hypersexual, which, like, listen, I'm all for the ladies and their hypersexuality, okay? I remember her, you. like, sex toy box. Yeah, that was traumatizing a little for me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, but what got me was, like, one, she's so straightforward. Two, she's so disruptive. Three, she, like, just would blatantly like sexualize people she didn't know okay yeah and i think it was very much much like that era's girl boss vibes of like yeah. we're taking back sexualizing people we if are gonna act to like us men. we're gonna exactly. do it yeah exactly yeah. 
So I was like, within this context, right? I have to keep chugging along because mm-hmm. because I the... I understand mm-hmm. the the the, the, <laughs> <just> the time <laughs> frame. The time. It was a different time. It truly was a different time. Um, oh. I, honest to God, could not read Harry as Harry. To be honest with you. Okay. In my head, he was just like this older guy because he was a, like a TA. I know he was a TA, but I I couldn't. He was like a professor in my head. Like he it yeah. couldn't. I could not bring this man. I was visioning under thirty. Like oh, it, interesting. It was it was, and I specifically could not make it Harry, which was very interesting because it was literally Harry Styles. Like <laughs> how old was he supposed to be? He was supposed to be twenty five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. I thought. The whole thing was very character complex, mm-hmm. like to the point where there was a chapter added in the middle of the fanfic that was like a character guide. Okay. Because people were so confused at what the fuck was happening in the book <laughs> that she and like left so many questions that the author had to go back in and be like, oh, yeah, because everybody was confused. Like, who the fuck is Stella? Stella is what Ren refers to her vagina as. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about that. So I was also confused at first, and then I was like, "Is she personifying her vagina?" And I was like, <laughs> "I don't know. I, I I don't get it." And then when I got to the character vi- uh, guide, it was I was like, "Oh, this really is her cooch." Okay. All right. Cool. Um, that's okay. such a like douchebag man thing to do. Yeah. Well, and that's what she. There's a line that Red Ren says because she tells Harry uh, about Stella. Mm-hmm. And Harry's like, who? <laughs> and and Ren's like, uh, that's my vagina. <clears throat> if men can name their dicks, then women can name their vaginas. Also, let's talk about how Ren was like the OG definition of a pick me manic pixie dream girl. Yeah. Because and she like even said it at one point where she was like, I, you know, I'm not like other girls, basically. Oh. <laughs> um it was really something it was really something um what was really memorable for me besides like like there was obviously spice um obviously okay Uh, wow that was a thought that went nowhere fast um Mm -hmm. I texted you in the beginning when I started reading and I said like it was very weird to be reading fan fiction again yeah because it feels very it's a very fanfic Yes, it's yeah. a very fanficy fanfic for sure. Yeah. Well, and like I read a fanfic this year, like technically mm-hmm. too, right? Like I, I, it wasn't like I've. I mean, I did take a very long break from reading fanfics. I will, I will say, uh, but it's not like I ha- I don't remember it. It was just like this is so 2014 Wattpad. Like I yeah. was, I was sending you like a little screen recording <laughs> of the little pictures that they yeah. put on the cover of each chapter. And they're just these so overexposed edits of like girls yep. with purple hair. And sometimes it's just the purple hair was edited on. Yeah. Oh my God. It was so funny. Yeah. Um, so things that I very much remember from, from the fanfic. Physic- I just want to say like I am physically cringing right I now. bet you are. You yep. made me read it and I was cringing. So <laughs> I was like trying to explain it to my boyfriend last night. Why? I was like, so we're not reading a book. No, I didn't explain the story. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> he can figure it out if he listens to this episode. I was like, so we're reading things that aren't books for this next episode. And he was like, so what are they? And I had to like, this is a man who was not chronically online mm-hmm. in 2013, 2014, 2015. So I had to explain what fan fiction was to him. And then he was oh, like, Lord. 
he was like, you should write that. And I was like, no, I think you think that I'm explaining it as something that's very cool. It's not. <laughs> it was not. It's traumatizing. Uh, it's traumatizing. Um, oh, this shit fucked me was, up. This dude, shit, yeah. it was crazy. So, like, memorable things, right? Like, uh, when she ends up sleeping with Harry's best friend, Max, or Maddox, or whatever his name was. Oh, um, but she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, that very same night, she ends up sleeping with Harry for the first time mm-hmm. in the, like, piano practice oh rooms in NYU. And I was like, okay, one, ballsy. Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that – I'm like, okay, that shoe's going to drop at some point. Uh-huh. And then, like, when – so she plays piano at this restaurant in right. the city. That's, like, a French restaurant. Dress up. And she dresses up all fancy and – Men ogle at her and send her drinks all night. And that's when we meet this dark, handsome guy who turns out to be Zayn Malik. Oh, my Um, God. I forgot Zayn was in it. Holy shit. And Zayn is, like, infatuated with the idea of uh, Ren. And he, like, sends her the most expensive champagne they have in the entire establishment. Okay. Mm -hmm. So she goes and sits with him on her break. And Harry's, like, watching her talk to him from across the bar. And then later, Zane, like, requests her to come in on her birthday and work on her birthday. Because he's only going to be in the city for one night. And they almost have sex. And then she ends up going to the birthday party she's late for. And then she sees Harry. And then they have sex in the shower at the frat house that the party's at. And it was just all over the place. Yeah. In such a toxic and messy way that I simply couldn't put it down. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it was really bad. I'm not going to say it was good. So what you're saying is you enjoyed Well, I don't know. It was very 50-50. Like, everything I was reading, I was like, oh, my God. But honestly... (laughs) Like when, when it turned out she's that the guy she slept with was actually Harry's best friend. I mm-hmm. that shocked me. I was like, how did I not see that that was gonna be the the plot twist? What? Mm-hmm. How fun! Uh, and then there's obvious like hints that Zane will have a bigger role in the next one. Mm-hmm. Am I curious enough to pick up the next one and read it? I don't know. Maybe not in one sitting like I did with this one. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe spread it out a little bit as a guilty pleasure, but I was just uh, floored, I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, and then the ending. Then the ending, the ending right? Like, the ending. They're at this, like, gala for the, the school, me. and um, Max, the guy who Ren slept with before, who was mm-hmm. Harry's best friend, comes into this party, and on his arm is Harry's ex fiance. Yep. And then they see each other while Ren is playing the piano. Or right mm-hmm. after Ren is done playing the piano, her piece for the for the party. Uh, Harry and his ex, who I think's like Willow or something like that, uh-huh. uh, see each other and they kiss. I was kind of confused. Apparently, but his like pants were down or something. I'm so I know I really don't know what happened. Like I'm really confused. Like I the writing went like sideways in a way like okay, I was like you know, I don't know what's happening okay you know what I think happened because I was reading this like when she was updating it oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and I remember there was an outroar like I think she edited the ending because originally Ren oh. walked in on them having <gasps> sex <gasps> yeah no. yeah oh my and god this was okay so this version was they were just in the audience 
Nope. They were like, she was looking for Harry after her piece and after she performed and she couldn't find him. And then she like pulled back a curtain somewhere (gasps) and they were like fucking. (gasps) Yeah. Oh my God. I wish I would have read that version. I, but I, people traumatizing. So I wonder how, because then how it went after that, like Ren completely falls apart. She ends up going to France because she speaks. Like she goes to France. She goes to, did you read the second one? Yes. Okay. But, okay. But then I read some of the second one because it's. I think it's still technically on. Um, okay. Because the author decided to completely rewrite it. Oh. Because she's in France, just like drinking her sorrows, pretty much. And oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Who is her best friend? Who's like the daughter of Jazz? Jazz. Jazz like gets Harry pretty much, and I. I think france and he like saves her from something i don't know and she's like skin and bones because she's like just really really um mentally ill just like not okay yeah you know Mm -hmm. um and they bring her home and he's kind of the one who saves her and brings her home even though he's the one who like ruined her (laughs) ruined her because she walked in on him sleeping with someone else you know what set, what scene Dude. I remember? They were in what? a bookstore and he was he they were in the children's section. Yeah, the or Barnes something. Noble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I don't know there are certain scenes that I just really remember. Yeah. From- so her other the other thing that was very 2014 of this fanfic was like romanticizing alcoholism yeah. and um eating disorders. She is not okay. She, was, she is really not okay. And I was like, wow, what a very toxic thing for people to read when they were like 13. <laughs> 13. <laughs> like, I wonder if I were to present this to my therapist and say, this is the age that I read this at. And she could be like, oh, so this is why you're like this and why you look like this. And <laughs> this has fucked you up. And to mention the rest of my Wattpad library from that time, like, this just scratches the surface. Yeah, I think i strayed away from like the super heavy smut stuff oh Not god a lot. I, I like read it but mm-mm. like i i didn't it seek wasn't it out. necessary yeah i didn't seek it out exactly because I think- also i was just like really not I, I don't know. I was figuring myself out at that age i think a yeah. little bit and i was not necessarily thinking like you know about let me go look up readable porn <laughs> um i will say i went to so obviously because it's an epub um i was like oh i can log this in my uh in my goodreads (laughs) 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 which i did i have no shame i have no shame Mm -hmm. i logged it my goodreads but as i was doing so i saw that the author ellie rose whatever actually published another book this year december 10th no way a few days ago she published this book it's called uh, spanked by Miss Santa, a <gasps> first-time lesbian BDSM story. <laughs> That's the full title. Um, oh do with that info God. what you will. Is on the floor. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and goodbye to our sponsorship for this episode. <laughs> <gasps> So maybe that was the Christmas story we should have read for the maybe. <laughs> oh my god. A far cry from a season of second chances. No um, kidding. 
Holy shit. So, yeah. That, and, uh, yeah, there was a lot of crazy shit that happened in that fanfic, I think. And um, yeah. if I had to give it a rating. I don't think that's necessary. Okay, then I won't. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think this. Oh. I was very much like my eyes were bulging and my jaw was on the floor the whole time I was reading it, I think. And I was quite literally, like, cackling to myself. <laughs> trying to like make sense of everything and just like wow the the sexual prowess of one 20 year old Uh with purple hair at nyu i was like she is that's what every girl at nyu with purple hair probably thinks too i'm not gonna lie true (laughs) that shit's probably happening right now yeah Literally, I'm allowed to shit on NYU, okay? Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. were enemies. <laughs> Any other school in New York shits on NYU. So Absolutely. I think people, even people at NYU shit on NYU. Absolutely. So. <laughs> but uh, you know what Oof. this made me think of as a real-life connection was the fact that Timothy Chalamet gave a Everyone bunch of got, chlamydia, oh, chlamydia at NYU. Chlamydia. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it made me think of. I was like, ah, oh, this is this predicted the future, basically, in my yeah. opinion. Um. Yeah, th- this was the Ray Bradbury of fan fiction, I think, in predictions. Oh, my God. I'm let's, so sorry. Uh, let's do an ad break. Okay. <laughs> uh, before we move on to discuss more of our cringy works of fan fiction, let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Real quick, before we move on, we just want to remind you all that today is the 10th day of our 12 Days of Bookmas Marathon. There's only two more days left, people. We've really enjoyed ourselves so far, and we hope that you'll continue to join us for the rest of our 12, 12? For the rest of our (laughs) For the rest of our 12-day Bookish Marathon leading up to Christmas Day. Okay, your turn. Okay, so I got myself. You gifted me. (laughs) And so the one I gave you was on Wattpad. Yeah. I read most of my fanfics, if not all. No, so I did. It was Wattpad and it was Tumblr. Mm-hmm. And that's where I read all of mine. I never right. really ventured into AO3. Okay. And then you gave – this one is on AO3. And it is John Watson and Sherlock Holmes, BBC Correct. edition. Correct. But when they're like 17, 18 years old. Yeah, yeah. They're in college or John's this- in college. I cannot believe you gave me this and I gave you that monstrous piece. I of uh, want to j- I don't remember. So this work is the, the work that I uh, I gave to Sammy is called a finger slip. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it does, it's not what it sounds like. Because um, <laughs> it sounds like something else. Yeah. And I swear to God, it's way more innocent than that. It's so um, innocent. It really is. I would love to just throw myself under the bus real quick. Like, I was the super hulak bitch of your dreams in, like, 2013 and 2014. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, most of the fan fiction that I read at that time surrounded John Watson and Sherlock. Like, Fair legitimately. To Those the point bitches where- be gay- literally though literally. <laughs> even my dad like i remember watching i would watch the new season of sherlock when it would come out every fucking two years right mm-hmm. and then uh i would watch it again with my dad and even he was like so sherlock's like in love with john watson right and i was like yeah. literally this is that's what i'm saying bro yeah um 
Uh, I had an important thing to say, and it skipped my mind. You're throwing really yourself important. under the bus. Yeah, but it like, was really important. What was it? Fuck. Uh, Super Hulak. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, so I recall a couple episodes ago, correct? You were talking about how at one point in your life you had a teacher think you were profound because you said you read uh, The, the alchemist, alchemist, but it was but a it different was... alchemist? <laughs> yes. Okay, here's my same similar moment, right? I had a history teacher think I was profound because I talked about how much I liked John Locke and they thought I meant John Locke the philosopher (laughs) (laughs) and in reality I was talking about the ship name for John Watson and Sherlock Holmes (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Uh, anyways all right so go ahead (laughs) okay okay super heartwarming so John Watson is trying to or no it was um sherlock is trying to text greg john John was trying to well john was trying to text oh you're right you're right sorry yeah so i think it starts when sherlock is trying to touch um text greg i think and he says something about a bring the petri dishes over yeah or something and he accidentally like got one number wrong or whatever no shit was it john I'm pretty sure it was John because then doesn't Sherlock make fun of him like you're not smart enough to yeah yeah type in a phone number correctly oh because John says do you need anything from the store oh right right and Sherlock's like petri dishes (laughs) yeah right okay so John puts in the wrong number and accidentally texts Sherlock they've never met before and they just start up this like back and forth texting going on and they just in this entire like up until literally the last chapter and the epilogue um or maybe it's the second to last chapter they finally like meet and see each other in person okay three years after they started texting okay all right so i definitely was reading this when it was not finished yet okay so i got to finish it and read the epilogue um but it's really cute and like i like how they also so the other character so it was greg which is, like, um, the detective in the BBC yeah. series. And then Mycroft, Sherlock's brother. And then mm-hmm. Molly, yes. who is um, actually in this Friends with John. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, from school or something. And But how the author, like, implemented little, little themes <laughs> and little things from the show. Even though it was a different story. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, it was it was really cute and almost um, just like so innocent in a sense. Like they were both kind of figuring out, like they were realizing that they were starting to like each other and like really right. need each other and just want to talk to each other over texting. And then they did phone calls too eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but and it was like I liked too that like it wasn't this huge like. They brought up like, wait, are like, are you gay though? And like, they talked a little bit about sexuality, but that wasn't the big thing. Like, the big thing was just like, I don't care. Like, I just like you. I just know I like right. you. And it wasn't this big like, oh my god, am I gay? I don't know if I'm gay. Like, I've never like been attracted to guys before. I don't know. And yeah. so it was just like done in a very like wholesome like, oh my god, they are like falling in love with each other, and it doesn't matter what gender they are or anything i remember like there's a part in the beginning where greg is texting sherlock and he's like so who's john like i Mm -hmm. saw your i saw your phone who's john Mm -hmm. and he's like well do you like him and stuff like that and sherlock's like well first of all you don't even know if either of us are gay 
Mm-hmm. And Greg says something like, "Like uh, you don't need to be gay to like him, or to right. like him, or yeah. something." Sherlock's like, "What do you need?" And he says, "Like love or something like that." I don't yep. know. I yep. was just like, "Ah." <laughs> there were so many heartfelt little lines like that, and it was, oh, it was just so sweet. And then, um, like they were getting jealous, and like they really played because I felt like in the show they didn't really explore the addiction. All that, like, Sherlock being an addict all that much. Yeah. They did, at least they, in, like, the, the latter seasons. Yeah, they, yeah, you're right. But, like, in this one, like, he goes to rehab. Yeah. It's, like, it's, like, a actually pretty big part of, like, okay. who Sherlock is, is, like, and, like, what he was holding back was, like, I'm an addict. John's not going to like me. Um, and then his struggle at home was, like, leading him to, like, relapse and stuff. And they were, like, trying to get John. So, like, it was – it was more of, like, a – it was a bit of a plot in the show for sure. And they talked mm-hmm. about it. But this kind of a bigger part, right. I feel at, like. More at length. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and more of, like, he's been in rehab multiple times. He went to rehab um, during their little texting romance or whatever and then like Mycroft and Greg are trying to get him to start talking to John again because like Sherlock tried to cut off communication and oh one thing I didn't like was like John is your medicine he makes you happy like you need John to like fix this pro- like John is what's right. fixing him and I was just I like think they, eh. I think they took that from the, the show I kind of remember that like yeah in the show of like John like, John helps him yeah right like, he relies on John as, like, a friend, obviously, not, like, a... Yeah. Yeah, but, like, I think the whole, like, you are my medicine... Yeah. ...is, like, that's just really triggering for me. I'm really like, nope, 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 <laughs> nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. We're trying um, to get over our we can fix him. <laughs> yes. Uh, never again will someone tell me that I am their medicine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was overall very, very wholesome, and, like, Oh my! I, did you get to read? I don't. So near the end. So okay, John decides that he's going to join the military. Okay, and but he really wants to meet Sherlock in person before he goes. And okay. so he designs this super well thought out, like all about their texts and their inside jokes and stuff, scavenger hunt all over London that ends with him at the train station to say goodbye to John. Stop! I'm going to cry. I See, I never got to finish this. So, like, I don't oh, know half the shit you're saying. And I'm like, wow! <laughs> it was so cute. And, like, all of the – it just, like, referenced their entire, like, texting relationship for the past, like, near year. It's probably, like, ten months that they had been talking before John left. And – it was even like Sherlock was like, I'm thoroughly enjoying this. And John was like, I know, I know you are like, I know you. And it was just like this constant back and forth of like, mm-hmm. I know, like, I know you. But then ultimately Sherlock couldn't get through because he didn't have a ticket. So he couldn't, he couldn't say goodbye to John. And mm-hmm. then the next chapter opens three years later when John oh comes back from training and he just sees Sherlock standing in the crowd. Ah! And because he's wearing the scarf that John knit for him like three years oh before. Oh my god! That's and, so cute! Yeah, and he just knew. And Sherlock was like, he sees me and I know he knows. 
and he knows it's me and they just john runs to sherlock and like jumps in his arms pretty much and they just hug Mm. and it was like it was just so sweet and so nice and like true connection deep Mm -hmm. connection and love and like they literally don't even kiss until the epilogue at the very end where it was just they were like 30 because it passed the epilogue passed through like all of the years because john got um deployed and then they were like keeping up through letters and stuff um and then like they're 30 and then it ends with them being like 31 living at 221b baker street Ah! and um he forgot their like anniversary um sherlock forgot their anniversary and it was like really funny yeah exactly (laughs) because like john comes in and sherlock's like "Uh uh-oh i did something wrong and he's like going through his head of like okay take like take note of all your surroundings what did i miss like thinks of the date and he's like oh shit and then he was like well 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 he says something and then the way john reacts he's like oh wrong thing to say wrong thing to say okay like (laughs) react and like honestly the author did a really good job i think matching sherlock's um personality a little more than john watson i think i think she or whoever wrote this took a little more liberty with john watson Mm -hmm. but sherlock was like pretty spot on that's fair this is like this uh otp right Mm -hmm. i have not otp stop tv this should we say what otp is for those who don't know good point there might be Uh people who don't know um an otp is one true pair (laughs) and it's like a ship that was like what we said before what who is your like your ultimate otp yeah yeah uh john and sherlock were like my first grumpy sunshine Mm -hmm. otp i think and like to the max, right? Like yeah. nobody gets through to Sherlock, but the fact that John does is like heartwarming, right? Mm-hmm. Uh I just remember like that was my ship. Like mm-hmm. I just uh my whole heart. And I remember when I found that fanfic, it was actually I found it on Tumblr. Uh uh-huh. and they were like continuing it on Tumblr, but like once a week. So I don't even think I it was on AO3 when I wanted to read oh. it. Like, I think it was, like, a once a week, it's up, you know, when you could, like, reblog a post and mm-hmm. add stuff under it? I'm pretty sure you can still do that, but yeah, for people who don't know, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she would just, like, or the author would just, like, add the next chapter onto the same post, post over and over and over again every week. Uh-huh. And there was a website, there was a website, it was called, like, if you wanted to read it not on Tumblr, it was literally called, like, a finger slip mm-hmm. dot something. Uh, it's deactivated. But that was how I actually found this fic when we first started talking about fanfics again. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to go look at my saved bookmarks on the laptop I've had for fucking forever, right? Mm-hmm. And see if I can find this fanfic. And I was like, a finger slip. That sounds like it's it. But it wouldn't take me to the website. And I was like, no. This it's got to be somewhere. Of my yeah. dreams. <laughs> it was it was very cute and I was literally I was reading it like some parts were a little cringy I think some of yeah I mean it's like it's fan fiction but like (laughs) I know like there were some parts of like what John Watson would do or say oh you know okay you know what I want to talk about the texting the texting back and forth thing because Mm -hmm. the entire thing is just their text messages or phone calls Mm -hmm. or like the text messages between like Mycroft and Greg or like Molly and John like it was only there was no like summary of like anything else it was just the like correspondence I guess yeah and like so much of it was like the dot dot dots back and forth <laughs> they would do and it just reminded me so much of middle school when you're texting yes. someone new 
and yes. like staying up late to get to know them and asking questions and like the dot 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 oh my god I can't tell you how many times I would do like dot 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 back and forth and <laughs> it was it so like part of me was cringing but it was also really nostalgic and cute and I'm glad you picked this one and I'm so sorry for the one that I picked. <laughs> I'm glad that it turned out to also be good and be finished because that uh-huh. would have been sad if I gave you something that I didn't know was finished. Finished, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad it was good. I'm glad it was finished and that you could experience it in its full glory. Um, I think I need to go to therapy after what you made me read. <laughs> yeah, I think I need to bring it up with my therapist. Um, there were like alternatives, like the alternative that I like the other fic I would have given you was uh, this is a more recent one it's mm-hmm. Heat Waves um, I actually Which have a altered list altered the music uh... literally altered yeah. the music charts and TikTok trends because yeah. Heat Waves was like a TikTok trend for a minute too mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I like have a list because after you and I went uh, Wattpad diving the other mm-hmm. day for lack of better words mm-hmm. uh, I was like thinking about the kinds of fanfic that I read at that age God. I just thought we should like talk about this. Yeah, I bit. agree. I agree. Um, obviously, my fanfic journey started with One Direction fanfics because okay. that was who I was. I read them. I wrote them. I <laughs> generally enjoyed them. Uh, I was a Larry till I die, mm-hmm. and I read a lot of those as well. Mm-hmm. I loved those like imagines that people would post yep. on Instagram accounts. Yep. Oh my god, those were my shit. So that's where my Wattpad journey started. Mm-hmm. Uh, it evolved. Over the time. your name, the just the one. Oh yeah, the yes, the your <laughs> name. I like. I think I read like some Doctor Who fix that were uh-huh. like your name fix because the Doctor always has a companion, so it's yeah, like he switches people around anyways. And I think I I, I was like, ah, we can self insert. Yes, <laughs> there's room for that here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So my journey with fanfics started off I think with Justin Bieber because I was a believer first <laughs> um, and then I ran out of good Justin Bieber fix and so I was like you know what let me try Harry Styles because I I like I thought he was the cutest one out okay. of One Direction and but I was like this was at the time when believers and directioners were like pitted against each other so yeah, I didn't want to like battle. yeah I didn't want to like betray Justin Bieber so I was like, I'll just do the fanfics. And then I – so you know how most people get into One Direction by, like, One Direction funny moments on YouTube? Yeah. I started with Harry Styles fan fiction and then went to yep. One Direction funny moments because I wanted to see more of, like, Harry Styles and interviews and stuff. <laughs> and and then and then I was in. It was game <laughs> over for me. Um, and I think this was during the Take Me Home tour. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. And and then oh, there were so many fics that were like Luke Hemmings was in them too. I personally Oh yeah. Uh-huh. There were a lot of lo- like love triangles with Luke Hemmings and Harry. Yeah. Um, and I think we have to mention after <laughs> because oh, yeah. <laughs> um I read those. I um, read after, but I don't remember reading after. So like when mm-hmm. movies came out and you told me like you have please go watch after <laughs> and i was like 
I was like, oh my God. <laughs> okay. Uh, with poor Harry, I'm so like I I do not condone. I think that like I I will enjoy that like privately, but I think ultimately the fact that that got published and turned into a movie is so fucked up. And oh yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, God. it's so cringy. It's so cringy. I uh you know, I I think that overall fan fiction is fun right yeah. i think it's funny like i appreciate the idea of people liking something that's maybe based in content or generally in media mm-hmm. and then creating their own content mm-hmm. about that thing because they love it so much yeah especially like like i read a lot of sherlock fan fiction because sherlock only produced seasons that were 3 episodes long every 2 years needed more content. There was content. a lot of content that was lost on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it, I think in that regard, it's a fun way for communities to connect online. Yes. For sure. I agree. Uh, I think it gets taken too far. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the amount of, I like, mafia leader, kidnapping, <laughs> like, really dark, Stockholm hairy. syndrome. Yeah. yeah. Like, really, really, like, brutal violent stuff that i read when i was so young it's just like really not okay i was telling you the other day like i when i got into my wattpad account and looked at the old things i read like why was i reading a bunch of like tom hiddleston as your professor (laughs) ex-student kind of shit like (laughs) you can read into that all you want like (laughs) daddy issues Um. (laughs) yeah I just think uh, I, I like seeing how it's evolving mm-hmm. over the years. Like when I read Heat Waves this past year, I was like, this was actually good. Like, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't too much. But and at the end of the day, like I know like the Heat Waves is a fanfic about two uh, Minecraft streamers, Dream and George. Um, I know they both read it That's and they amazing. make jokes about it. That's and amazing. Dream will occasionally Dream has a public Spotify account. Mm-hmm. So you can see what he's listening to. And he'll occasionally just listen to heat waves on repeat. Love that. And I think that's funny. See, there's like a way that some people regard fan fiction written about themselves. For example, like Rhett and Link from Good Mythical Morning. I've loved Good Mythical Morning since I was like fucking 14. I used to watch them literally every single day. I still mm-hmm. do most days, to be honest with you. And there's a time in every Good Mythical Morning fan's life where they... For at least a moment, ship Rhett and Link together. Okay. Um, best friends since they were in the second grade. Have a it's, business together. It's, it's a literally a trope. Story yeah. like waiting to happen. Exactly. Um, they're both funny and sensitive and comfortable with their sexualities and stuff like that. Uh, and they didn't used to be on camera, at least, you know, they used to be like they wouldn't even touch each other on the camera because they were like, people are going to read into this. And people did. And I was one of those people Larry. Uh, at one part. So yeah. I'm sorry if, if we ever find the attention of Rhett and Link, I apologize that I have absolutely consumed Rhett and Link fan fiction. <laughs> Contributed to the... Yeah. Uh, but they have too. They had have had episodes where they read their fan fiction on the whole episode. I love that. And I think there's a funny way to regard fan fiction and there's a way to that people pretend they don't see it and i prefer when you just like acknowledge it (laughs) yeah just laugh about it like we also don't take it that seriously like we know it's fan i don't know yeah 
Like people write fanfics about anybody. The Mr. Clean guy has fanfiction written about him, you know? Can you imagine how many Obama fanfictions there are? There's Obama X everybody fanfictions. Yeah. Love that. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. It's there's a lot going on on the internet, and at least in this corner, it's funny. <laughs> it is. I think now. Okay, so I've been getting on my TikTok for you page so many TikToks about like manacled and other um, Dramini, so like Draco and Hermione fan fiction, <laughs> yeah. and also the Marauders. The yeah Marauder, is that how you Marauders. Say that? I thought it was Marauders. Marauders. Yeah. Marauders. 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 Okay. The Marauders ones. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Because, like, people are literally saying, like, this is better than most books I read. Like, <laughs> and high hopes, but I really want to read them. So I think I have <laughs> some some Marauders fan fiction on the horizon. Some, um, I think I, 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 I'm probably going to dive back in. Not head first. Maybe not dive. I'm going to tiptoe back in to fan fiction. <laughs> um, going to do Marauders. I'm going to do Germione. And cause, oh my God, some of the fan art for that shit. Yeah. You sent me yeah. some this morning. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I need, I just, I have to. Um, and then also, I think Stall, which is a Harry Styles yes. one, and, yeah. and Duplicity. Okay. Those two I've heard so much about. Um, and so I, I just have to know. I have to be let in on the conversation. That's frankly. so funny. I need to read the sequel to Heat Waves. Still haven't gotten around to it yet. It's called Chameleon. And the uh, the sequel to Sonata. I guess I do. Like, honestly, <laughs> at this point, right? I, I'm i already this deep into it. I may as well. Did you Do you know how many pages it is? The no. Sonata, by the way, because no. I had I, I saw when I went to look at the Kindle version, right? The only thing different in the Kindle version is the names. Okay. That, that is the only difference. 525 pages. You read all of that? I read 525 <laughs> pages of fan fiction in a night in the morning. <laughs> I was sh- I was like, this is taking forever. What the I'm fuck? So, so I was like, I'm curious. I got to go look. And I looked and I was like, you're kidding. <laughs> what oh, the fuck? Oh <laughs> my god. 525 pages. So funny. I was like, well, I mean, that's, I feel like maybe I hit a record yeah. <laughs> for my own personal reading this you year. You know what? And I think it <laughs> might have taken just an outrageous Harry Styles fan fiction to get you to set that record. Literally. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh my god, I can't wait to tell Sammy how long the fic she recommended me was. I'm so sorry. Because you were like, it's so quick. And I was like, quick? This is a long fic. What? I thought it, it was. It was quick. It was yeah. quick to read it, to be honest. Yeah. But the the idea that it was also 520 pages. <laughs> yeah, the one you sent me was probably the equivalent of like 175 like or 200. Yeah, because it, yeah. it's all text messages. So it's real, real like short. Yeah. bursts not like long paragraphs <laughs> yeah <laughs> i did find myself skipping around like the to dialogue sometimes like yeah right. that's fair okay i get it we yeah. know you're putting up your purple hair into a messy bun and your we don't need that reflected <laughs> back at you your and orb. then you have your your orbs and you have your ripped skinny <laughs> jeans on and your kind your whole vibe is purple hair and black clothes and Who coffee has a- and don't talk to me before i've had my coffee i was like oh <laughs> Please. <laughs> Ever, does who had somebody had a motorcycle 
Oh, Harry has a motorcycle. Harry has a motorcycle? Okay. Oh, you know what? What inconsistency kind of threw me off is that they say Harry has hazel eyes. Oh, interesting. His eyes are very much green orbs. They're very green. (laughs) This is the whole meme is the green orbs thing. They were not hazel. So I was like, that's weird. It was kind of throwing me off a little bit. Also, they they described Zane as very big and like beefy. Oh, poor skinny boy. yeah, I was like, Zane was very skinny. <laughs> Zane had uh, an was, eating disorder. Yeah, he was <laughs> so. not really big and beefy at that time. Not not in like a, we're laughing about that way. No. But in a, like, like a, this description just wasn't quite. Throwing, you know, yeah. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we're going to leave it for this episode. Before we part, we just like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you are listening on, if applicable. If you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, feel free to join our Hardcover Hose Discord server via the link in the show notes or send us an email at hardcoverhosepod at gmail.com and we will be sure to get back to you. Feel free to recommend books to cover in future episodes as well. As always, I am Sam Dixon. I'm Sammy Scorstead. And this has been an episode of Hardcover Hose. If you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time, the next book on our to-be-read list is The Holiday Swap by Maggie Knox. Until we meet again, enjoy your reading.